Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live World One. Your inside look into combat sports. Yeah. Brought to you by the WBO, the World Boxing Organization. How about that? And now, the host of the longest running fight show in radio and internet history. Let's get him. Let's get him hard. Pedro Fernandez. Better grab me quick before my knees give way. Thomas Caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Sports Byline Studios here in the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. Check it. The man was correcting that lofty introduction as my name is Pedro Fernandez, and this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Often imitated, but <laughs> hardly duplicated. 35, make that 36 plus years now of knocking out all bumps. Today, we'll bring in boxing's only PhD. I'm talking about Mr. Socrates Palmer Jr. He'll be here. We'll also hear from... GSP, that's right, George de St. Pierre, maybe a comeback in the world of MMA. But wait, I'm not done. Anthony Joshua will be here. That's right, Anthony Joshua. Of course, the, the paper heavyweight champion of the world. Tyson Fury is a world heavyweight champion, but, you know, the other guy's got a few belts. So straight up, Joshua's going to talk about Tyson Fury. And, of course, Mike Tyson signed the fight Roy Jones. Well, what can I say except Roy Jones might last longer than Buster Douglas. Of course, Buster Douglas lasted, what, 91 seconds. And, of course, Carl the Truth Williams lasted 93 seconds. So I guess... He made a believer out of Spinks in 91 seconds, made a liar out of Carl the Truth in 93 seconds. How long will it take him to destroy soft chin Roy Jones? 15, 20 seconds? Straight up, we'll talk about that and more today with boxing's PhD, Socrates Palmer. Open phone lines all around the planet. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, we are live on Twitch.tv. Check out the Sports Byline USA channel as I will be airing the Mike Tyson Buster Douglas fight this hour. Of course, we will do the intro and the uh, close of the show live on camera, but the rest of the show will be, as far as the Twitch TV is concerned, will be live. Of course, Mike Tyson versus James Buster Douglas back of course, 1990. The meltdown in Tokyo. You are doing the Ring Talk Live Worldwide. If you don't know it by now, What can I say? This is it. decision now. Let's listen. 
clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. I'm pretty handy around the house, but now that I have kids, I don't want to spend my Saturday installing a toilet or fixing an air conditioner. But thankfully, there's HomeAdvisor. HomeAdvisor helps me find the best home pros in my area to handle any kind of project. You can read reviews of the pros, check their availability, and even book appointments online. And what my wife loves most is that HomeAdvisor is completely free to use. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app to get started. HomeAdvisor. Between jobs, retiring, or just need health or life insurance, please visit MyHealth-Quotes.com or call 833-687-5261. Before you try to get a quote online, call us. We will provide you with the information most sites will not. We teach you exactly what life or health insurance plan you qualify for, how to use your plan, and maximize your benefits. We provide you with the information to make a knowledge-based decision to ensure selecting the right plan. MyHealth-Quotes.com to Schedule an appointment. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800 5912 iHeartRadio, an app so powerful, it holds 20 million songs from 450,000 artists, thousands of the best live radio stations, custom stations, and stations created just for you. It's anywhere and it's everywhere. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app iHeartRadio is that easy. Download the app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. He is the greatest fighter of all times next to me. It's always real on Ring Talk Live Worldwide, of course. Mike Tyson and <laughs> Roy Jones Jr. Probably not a good night for Roy Jones Jr. Good payoff, but not a good night. Anyway, bottom line is we'll bring in the PhD of boxing in about two minutes here. Socrates Palmer to talk about that. Of course, there were some fights the past couple of days. Um, man, Oscar Valdez was a winner. Of course, he former WBO 126-pound champion, now campaigning at 130 pounds. Took out Jason Velez in the 10th round. Virgil Ortiz took out 101 underdog Samuel Vargas. No surprise there. I guess that was a welterweight. And, of course, later today, Joe Joyce and Michael Wallace going to hook it up on the app ESPN+. Plus. Now, taking me back to Las Vegas, Nevada. 
Okay, I was hot in the 1990s. Tyson was coming back. I mean, we were rock and roll and had good PR. The, uh, the Vegas papers were treating me like a king. Uh, Dean, Dean Jipe was writing about me in the Las Vegas Sun every week when I had a show. He'd write about it, of course. And Royce, Royce DeFuer, was that his name? Yeah. He was writing in the Las Vegas Review Journal. So I had both these writers writing about me every weekend, the whole nine yards, putting all this stuff in the paper, right? So I was hot in Vegas. So anyway, I set up this, this, uh, autograph signing, this pic- picture signing gig. At, um, at La Taqueria, which is La Taqueria here in San Francisco, owned by Mike Cara. But his son owns the one in Las Vegas. I think they call it Las Tacos now because they had, they had a name change, a big a family dispute. Anyway, bottom line is I'm signing these autographs, and there's lots of chicks in line. There's a Mexican restaurant. I'm digging it, man. All these beautiful women signing. Blah, blah, blah. So anyway, this woman comes up to me. And she says to me, she starts talking to me, and now my Spanish is bad. Everybody knows that my Spanish is like embarrassing, okay? But probably not as embarrassing as it was this day. And I'll tell you why. So anyway, this beautiful lady comes up to me, and she like snuggles up to me. like So, so she wants to take a picture, and all night I'm saying, man, this is the stuff. This is like, good Lord, this is what's going on. Anyway, so she, we and her are talking, and I don't speak good Spanish. So she said to me, what are you? And I said, I'm American. And I was trying to say Americano, but I said Maricone instead. And Maricone is the Spanish word for queer. Okay? So homosexual. So anyway, she says to me, uh, ha she laughs about it, this and that, you know, because she doesn't see the, I guess she doesn't feel those vibes coming off me. So we go about another minute and a half in this broken Spanish, Spanglish back and forth and the whole thing. So she asked me again, you know, I said, Maricone, Maricone. She goes, are you sure? I said, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. She goes, are you sure? I said, yeah, I'm sure. Anyway, that was a language barrier, man, because the bottom line was, I mean, this lady was a beautiful woman in the whole nine yards, and I had scared her away by telling her I was gay in Spanish. I had no idea, I had no idea that it meant I thought, Americano. You know what I'm saying? I said, I was just, I'm Americano. No, I tried to, I tried to cut it short and say Maricone, got myself in all kinds of trouble. Bottom line is, I never forgot that, and I probably, she never forgot it either. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, of course, live on Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel. Right now, we are introducing 23-year-old Mike Tyson, of course, five foot eleven and a half, two hundred twenty pounds, taking on Buster Douglas, 29 years old, stood six foot four, weighed two thirty-one for that fight. Of course, stark contrast to his next fight, where he closed, weighed close to two hundred fifty pounds against Evander Holyfield. But the meltdown in Tokyo is live on Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline, Sports Byline USA channel. Now we take it from the West Coast to the East Coast and bring in. The man from the Bronx. Talk about the Bronx bomber, Socrates Palmer, boxing's only PhD. How are you today, sir? I'm doing great, Pedro. How are you feeling? Pretty good. Listen, I want to talk about women's boxing because I saw this chick on, on the zone the other night and she looks like she might get me. I don't need Viagra to watch women's boxing if she's doing it. Her name is Cianessa Estrada and she knocked this girl out, Miranda Evans, with a three punch combination in seven seconds. Sort of reminded me of me and me and myself back in the day. I'm just kidding. Anyway, but I was blown <laughs> away by that. I want to give her some props because you know I'm always knocking women's boxing. So the bottom line is right. she she looks like she's uh she she looks like she can fight. Yeah, she um now from the reactions I've been seeing online, um apparently this was a, a huge mismatch, but uh Going by what you said, you know, that combination was sick. It doesn't matter who you're fighting. You know, there's a lot of people that could hit somebody like that and they're not getting dropped that way. You know, um, you're right. Women's boxing, sometimes it's a cure for insomnia. And if they're knocking each other out like that, it's going to be, uh, more in the forefront, like the way, uh, women's MMA is, you know, so it was, it was a great performance. Um, I saw her once, one other time before she beat, uh, the former Olympian, I forget her name. 
Um, but I'm looking, uh, at, I'm looking at her record here. She, in her last fight, the she fight beat, before this, uh, Marlon Esparza, the undefeated chick, yes. seven and zip. Right, she beat her, and pretty clear, you know. So she, this girl, she's the goods, and 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 the zone and uh, Golden Boy, they seem they well, the zone they have, uh, they've invested time in women's boxing uh, between Katie Taylor and uh, my fellow New Yorker uh, uh, Serrano. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, uh, all right, all right. time out, time. time out, boxing's mm-hmm. PhD. Now, now, you know, I, I don't show for the WBO. Can Amanda Serrano fight? Amanda Serrano could fight. She can, huh? I, I think so. Okay. I, I think so. I think she can track. I mean, I mean, let's say within the realm. I mean, let's, I, it would, within, within the parameters of women's boxing, you know, I'm not going to go overboard like, like the way the the people were saying about Ronda Rousey being able to whip up on men, stuff like that. But she can fight for, you know, for what she's in. You know, he's definitely legit. Okay. Speaking of legit, <laughs> he was legit at one point in time. In fact, both guys were legit at one point in time. Mike Tyson, we've been talking about it for a few weeks now. He signed to fight Roy Jones, and I'm just wondering, will it be longer than Tyson uh, Tyson uh, Spinks? Or shorter than Tyson Williams. Well, it's so funny because when I was on hold, he used the word "good night." It may not. It could be "good night" for Roy. Um, I mean, Roy Jones at one point, you know, and using his own words, he was the baddest man throwing hands. But late in late in life, you know, he was getting slept by guys that had no business doing that to him. I mean, older fighters have gotten beat up. We've seen it. They hang on too long. But he was getting comatose, you know, by, he went to Australia and got knocked out. He went, uh, he fought, uh, the cruiserweight, uh, Russian, who was knocked out. I mean, scary knockouts. Yeah, scary knockouts. You know, so, I don't know. I mean, Father Time is undefeated and, and Roy has not fared well. Uh, now, granted, he's fighting a 54 year old. And if they're going full speed, Let's see what happens after three rounds. Maybe Roy could dance around and, and stay at bay, but his legs have been shot for such a long time. You, you know, know and I, I, he, I think I think of Roy Jones, uh-huh. and I'm not talking about, of course, the fights with Tarver. I'm thinking about the Dennis Lederbev fight. Of course, he weighed 198 pounds, 198 and a half pounds. It was in 2011. And Steve Smoger was a referee. And Steve Smoger sort of stood there and he, you're laughing, but he let Roy take whipping. I mean, it was like he was sitting there in the first row. All you had to do was give him some popcorn. He was like a fan, the referee. Yeah, Steve to the death Smoger. You know, <laughs> to, the uh, death. to the death. <laughs> hey, I mean, hey, like, if you're a fight fan, you like him, you know, but if you're, Related to one of the guys getting, you know, getting whooped up on, you may not like him so much. Okay, so that's the Steve Smoker name. Of course, there was also the Harold Letterman nickname, Five Four One Letterman. That's you got to help me out with that one. Well, back when they scored, back when New York was only on the rounds basis, Harold Letterman right. was famous for coming up with ten round scores of five four one, five four one, five four one. That was sort of like his customary score. That was just Harold. I mean, back in the day, God, I miss him. You know that that boy Pedro. I, I miss. You know, I just didn't. The nicest man. 
the nicest man I think I've ever met in my life. I mean, when, when, when we were in Sacramento, I think I told you this, we were sitting by and, and I was watching him sign his autographs and this and that. And the limo driver kept looking at his watch. You know, and the limo driver kept looking at his watch. So finally, Harold told the limo driver, you leave, you go. You know, Pedro will take me back to the hotel. And I thought, yeah, okay, that'd be an honor. Anyway, so I took him back to the hotel. But he stood there and he signed autographs for maybe an hour and maybe an hour and 15, 20 minutes. I kid you not. Harold was Harold was the people's guy. Harold should have been a politician. Harold should have been more than just the goodwill ambassador of boxing because he was such a, a good-hearted soul. He never stopped being a fan. That's And he was a genuine dude. I've never met anyone that's ever said anything bad about him. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say something bad about him right now. You know he's, you know he's a drug dealer, right? You know, yes, he you, was. you know, over the, over the years, he sold, over the years, I told him, over the years, you gave out more heroin tablets than anybody I know. He goes, Pedro, don't tell people that. Well, he met, he's a pharmacist. He was a pharmacist, a legal pharmacist. I used to give him a bad legal. time. He used to work at Walgreens and CVS, this and that. God rest his soul. Of course, the HBO judge for history. No doubt about that. I'm talking about Harold Letterman. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide. You're inside looking the world of boxing MMA. We'll continue with boxing's only PhD after the break. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, based on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211, or live on Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're irritating me now. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499. 800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect, so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. 
Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past two years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Man is on the line from the Bronx to talk about not super fly. Yes, he is our super fly. Talk about Mr. Socrates following for Fox's only PhD. Sock, looks like Javante Davis has got an easy mark, at least in my mind. Leo Santa Cruz, what's going to happen the 24th of October? Uh, you know, I can't see Leo Santa Cruz being able to to fight at a high level, at, at, a, at that higher weight. Uh, Tank Davis, when he's focused, is very talented. He's a puncher. He's very, very fast. And, and Leo Santa Cruz, you know, he, he beats people just by outworking him. Now, granted, you know, uh, Tank Davis has had his lapses. I mean, he wasn't great against, uh, uh, the Cuban fellow, um, Gamboa, yeah. who, who fought most of the fight apparently with, uh, one leg. Uh, and he probably should have stopped him and, and he, and he didn't. Um, I'm leaning towards Tank Davis winning by knockout if he's focused. But Leo Santa Cruz, he's he's a dog, man. He comes to fight. He's not a big puncher, volume guy, uh, but he has been uh, – he's easy to hit. Okay. And, and yeah, I think that's be a problem. Bottom line is if you were a betting man, you wouldn't be betting on um, – you wouldn't be betting. Absolutely not. <laughs> Mr. Leo Santa Cruz. And I wish him the best, 37-1, and one, but most of the success was at 126 pounds. And, of course, Davis, when he was, I, I, I think, a bit undisciplined. I think he's like 130-pounder. He doesn't want to take care of business. But if, if he comes in trim and ready at 135, look out, Mr. Santa Cruz. Look out, Mr. Santa Cruz. Of course, that's Boxing's pay-per-view coming back on uh, September, October the 24th. Now, what i got to ask you is, before we go to a Tyson Fury uh, and Anthony Joshua clip, is that, why aren't why is a boxing capitalizing on this the fact that nobody's watching anything and everybody's at home and this and that and this wouldn't this be the ideal time to put pay per views on TV? Uh, yeah, I mean the thing is fighters demand big purses and I guess without that live gate, you know, the, the promoters uh, and and the fighters themselves are not willing to to do it. That's the only thing I could blame. Uh, they're giving us fights, but they're pretty much, you know, chalk. You know, we know who's going to win before the fight. Uh, they're more showcase uh, fights. Uh, like last night, Virgil Ortiz, though, he was in tough. And and I don't know if you got a chance to see it, but that guy looks like he is, like, the future of boxing. And that, not even the future is now. Virgil Ortiz 
is a bad boy. And before that fight, if you'd have told me that him fighting Errol Spence or, or Bud Crawford now is a mismatch, I'd say, you know what? Make it happen. You know, I think this kid is just a beast and and the, and the real threat in the welterweight division right now. I'm trying to get cut in with Spence. I mean, yeah, I, you know, <laughs> he's laughing at you. <laughs> no, bottom line is, I think I think Spence's damaged goods. Hector, Hector, and I both think the same way. That we're willing to we're willing to gamble and fight Spence. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't blame you, man. Uh, it's going to take a lot. I mean, Spence, that was a horrific accident. You know, we saw the video, uh, but let's see. You know, it's been done. Before, uh, we talked about a couple of weeks ago, Vinny Pazienza is the only thing I could think of. He didn't get you thrown know. out of a car like a rock. That is true. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, I, and I think, and, and if Mr. Spence is going to do something, it's going to be at a tough, in a tough neighborhood, man. I mean, if he's going to really prove that he's something, he's got to go through guys like Terrence Crawford, Manny Pacquiao. Um, even Danny Garcia uh, is not going to be a walk in the park considering the fact that I think, just like you, that Errol Spence is not the same. Man, I'd walk straight to him, and I'd try to impose my will. I'd be hitting him on the arms, on the shoulders, anywhere I could make contact with him. I'd try to discombobulate him. That that would be the whole thing there, is to bring him back to that night when he flew out of that car at, 95, at 105 miles an hour. Bottom line is, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. The fight people are talking about, of course, and they want to put it in front of 90,000 people. That ain't never going to happen, not in the next couple of years anyway. Is Tyson Fury, of course, and Anthony Joshua. Here we have Joshua. Uh, guess what? He runs into Fury. As you said, like, heavyweight champion of the world, I don't see it as a responsibility because I'm heavyweight champion of the world. I never look at myself like that. But I just see myself in a position as a young black man that when something happens just due to the color of someone's skin, it's possible it can happen to me. And that's why I feel it deeply. That's why I feel it with a little bit more passion. Um, and for everyone to see what happens now on an iPhone or on their computer screen, it makes it sit home a little bit more. During this period, I've learned so much. I've had to educate myself, and it's a new topic for me. And I, you know, I learned that, you know, speaking out is important as well. But I think where my strengths are is finding solutions. So rather than continue to be vocal and outwardly spoken, I think there's some highly educated people who do that as a day-to-day, -day as, uh, as a profession, who can conduct better conversations than me and present their words better than me. But what I am is someone who will sit behind the screens and um, brainstorm and try and find a solution with some creative people. I bumped into Tyson Fury uh, last week. I'm on my feet. I'm going for my 10,000 steps. I'm in the gym. I'm standing up. I'm smashing the heavy bag, smashing the pads. Uh, the knee's good. You know what it is? I'm around some real professionals. And my pain threshold's quite high. So... I'm ready just to crack on and do things my way. What's an injury? As I said, there's no mental weakness. I only know about mental toughness. But when uh, people above are telling me, look, we want you to get better and you've got to do it this way, I've just got to follow the orders of the professionals. So when they advise me to rest, they really mean rest. Um, so I sped up the process. I live good. I eat good. Don't drink. So my body heals well. And yeah, I'm back on my feet now. Uh, it's a blessing. I've missed boxing for sure, but it's been a difficult period in my life and I just need to channel my focus back into being the best I possibly can be for myself. And that's like living healthy, sleeping good and punching up Kubrat Pulev in a few months. <laughs> we, all, we all saw you bump into 
to Tyson Fury in, in Marbella. Was that an accident or, you know, you, you talk a little bit behind the scenes as well or t- talk us through that. What was your reaction? It's funny, yeah, because um, I was at a little, I was at a little pool party chilling with a couple of my boys. I was about, you know, <laughs> like some of my mates that live out there, there was loads of us there. And then some of the Tyson Fury fans were there and uh, there's like a, a good divide, a healthy divide, you know, sporting divide at the minute, you know, Tyson Fury, AJ. And they're shouting, oh, Tyson Fury, you know, and I'm, as I'm walking off. So, you know, I gave him a little gesture just to acknowledge him, let them know that I'm still here. I'm, I'm one of the lads as well. So on my way back again, um, they tried to do it again. So I went and confronted them as well. I said, look, I'm here for the banter and stuff like that. But, you know, let's not make it a disrespectful thing. We're all here for a good time. And that kind of calmed that situation down. And the next minute, I bump into Tyson Fury. So it's funny that they, you know, they can call him out and stuff like that. But it's only right that me and him will bump heads soon. And we're going to put on a great show for the British public, uh, for the world public. It's going to be a massive fight. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to it. But what was cheeky about the situation is that he couldn't even get out of the car and offer me a drink. You know, it wasn't planned. <laughs> it wasn't planned. He was just driving down the strip. And I was walking down the street and we just bumped in. I don't know how he saw me because I had my mask on, my hat on and everything. But um, he's obviously got his eye on me. He's probably following me around. He blew his cover. And uh, yeah, that was it. Anthony Joshua, 2012 Olympic gold medalist, of course, from the UK, the holder of the WBO, WBA, and I think one other IBF belt as well, of course. The WBC champion is Tyson Fury, of course, undefeated lad, former linear champion, still, I guess, a linear champion, of course. And he and Deontay Wilder are supposed to go a third time. That's probably not going to happen because they want to put this fight together. All right, which way is it going to go? Is it going to go bringing the boxing PhD? Is it going to go? Is it going to go with with Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua? Or we have to see a third fight between Wilder and Joshua. What's going to what, make your prediction? I thought it was a done deal, but I guess apparently it's not uh, between Fury and Wilder. Uh, I think that now that fight, at least you know through social media, it seems like it's personal because uh, Deontay Wilder's camp has started this uh, narrative uh, conspiracy theory that uh, Tyson Fury was gloves were loaded and this, that, and the, you know, first, first he was first, the gloves, he didn't have his fist all the way in the glove. Mind you, the man is six, nine. So I, you know, I've never shook his hand, but I'm assuming it's pretty large. Right. Mm-hmm. And it supposedly it was, he had it lodged in the, he had, it was flapping. So, you know, just to trying to, put this in people's imagination he was hitting him with where his wrist would be that's where he had supposedly his fist lodged in that area of the glove um and that's to me just crazy i mean it's you know it's uh giving a guy for and then before that of course the suit was too heavy you know, yeah. any, any excuse under the sun. You know, you know, Deontay Wilder was picking from that tree. So now that fight, it kind of, it, you know, it, it, it's sparking some interest despite the fact that it was such a one-sided beating yeah. that no one needed to see it again. If they were gay, Tyson Fury would have been arrested for domestic violence. There's no doubt about that. Now, with, <laughs> uh, with, with Anthony Joshua having that knee thing, you know what I'd be doing? I'd be stepping on that lead foot. Am I a dirty fighter? No, I'm just thinking strategy. Bottom line is, Socrates Palmer appears weekly here on Ring Talk Live Worldwide Saturday, of course, on the podcast at Anchor.com. The PhD of boxing, Socrates Palmer, we thank you for your time, sir. Thank you, brother. And R.I.P. Uh... 
Brother Nassim Richardson. Go, I got about 15 seconds, go. Brother Nassim Richardson, rest in peace. Uh, one of the great figures of boxing the last uh, 15 years, he will be missed. You know, I missed that, and I will go into that in depth a little bit later. I apologize for that one. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live World. And next up, GSP. We're talking MMA on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800 426 2301. I love iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. Love it. Everywhere, man. <laughs> Seriously. Everywhere, man. 20 million songs from 450,000 artists. iHeartRadio. We know Chicago, Fargo, Minnesota, Buffalo, Toronto, Winslow, Sarasota. I create my own radio stations. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download the app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. Hard as hustle, anything is boxing, though. I don't know what you do for a living, but pretty sure ain't nobody punching you all in your eyes. I watched one fight. Roy Jones got hit so hard, my TV moved. He was asleep like he got knocked out of the club. The ref was like 241. 
earthquake, of course, <clears throat> talking about Roy Jones Jr., of course, about to hook it up with Mike Tyson. They call this an eight-round exhibition bout as how I'm being billed, so they don't have to have judges or anything like that. You know, back in the old days, they didn't have judges. They would have, like, newspaper guys would judge the fights. The newspaper columnists would judge the fights. So a lot of times the writers were crooked, and then they would go with a referee, and a lot of times the referee was crooked. I think one of the most famous referees of all time was Wyatt Earp, the lawman. He was crooked as, as Lombard Street here in San Francisco. Anyway, Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr., what can I say, Roy? I hope you get enough money because... It doesn't look too good for you. The UFC, rocking and rolling, of course, uh, and you got to give these guys props. I mean, I'm not a big UFC fan, not the biggest fan in the world, of course. Dana White, man, me and Dana just don't like, we just don't see things the same way. But you got to give him some props because he's been putting on shows. I mean, he went over to Dubai, and I, I dogged him for that, of course, but he couldn't get fights over here. So he went over to Dubai, and he was throwing four or five fights over in Dubai. Of course, there's another card coming up later today, UFC on ESPN. Uh, of course, a main event, pretty good main event. Darren Till against Robert Whitaker in the main event. Of course, these guys will be fighting 180 pounds. Whitaker being the former champion, a pretty good fight, no doubt about that. Of course, we'll get into that card a little bit later, but that's what's happening today. Last week, USC, of course, coming to you from Dubai again in the main event. Uh, un- unknown of guy, as far as I was concerned, if talking about Davison Figueroa. He beat Joseph Benavides, the former top-ranked flyweight contender, 125 pounds, with a rear naked choke. Of course, that was in the first round. Uh, I don't know. They're trying to call This was the main event of a five-round fight. Of course, there is no lightweight, uh, take that back, there is no bantamweight champion. There is no, no, no uh, there is a bantamweight champion now, but there is no flyweight champion. Of course, the UFC, USC, the flyweight champion and the bantamweight title holder was Henry Cahuda. Henry Cahuda retired. said, listen, you're not giving me enough money. I'm tired of being pimped off. I need the big money. I need the big money. I need the big money. They didn't give him anything, so he retired. He gave up the titles. More power to him. I'm hoping somebody else can come up with some more money for Henry Cahuda. Of course, when we had my man, uh, you know, Mr. Um, I mean, when, when you look at the fact that, that Jorge Masvidal stepped in at the last minute, six days notice, flew to uh, Dubai, fought, I mean, fought the Mr. Usman, a good fighter, a once-beaten champion, and went the distance with him on six days' notice. Give him some props on that, no doubt about that. But he made some money there. He made a lot of money there. He got a percentage of the pay-per-view the whole nine years. He was able to call his shots. More power to him. The rest of the guys in the UFC can't do so. <clears throat> Jake Hermanson, guy from, uh, I believe, Oslo. Is in Norway, Scandinavia, somewhere up that way. Anyway, he beat Kevin Gaslam with a submission, a heel hook in the first round, a minute and 18 seconds in. Of course, Gaslam a little bit embarrassed here, but, you know, he just ain't the fighter he used to be. He had, a, he had, the, he had the spark a couple years ago, but... You know, in the world of the USC and the MMA world, of course, that can end in, a, in an instant. Lose one fight, get beat up in the gym, you just ain't the same no more. Sort of like Earl Spence getting flopped out of that car at 105 miles per hour. Or, or Anthony Joshua coming back from that knee operation. Man, I work on the guy's knee, and I work on, on Spence's head. There's no doubt about it. Anyway, the USC going tonight. Uh, their last card in Dubai. They'll be coming back, of course, to the USA, I believe, on August the 1st. Of course, coming to us in the... <clears throat> <clears throat> Excuse me, the Apex Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. Am I excited about that? No. But one guy that does excite me in the world of the USC, of course, is a guy that I've sold a little bit short in the past. I mean, when he fought Michael Bisping, he was coming back. He was going to fight Michael Bisping at 180, 185 pounds after being the former undisputed 170-pound champion, Georges Saint-Pierre from Canada. I thought Saint-Pierre was going to get beat up. I really I thought he was going to get beat up. But what happened? He lit Michael Bisping up like a White House Christmas tree. Anyway... Will he be coming back? Is there a comeback in the uh, world of GSP? George is a tough guy. George is a legend. George is a, a guy that's been around for a while, has put his time in, and, and is considered one of the best. 
And that's where I aim to be. George can still do it. He proved it, what, two years ago when he came back, that he can still do it. And so um, I would love to test myself. I'm a martial artist just like he was a martial artist. And if he still has some uh, some fire burning in, in that, in that uh, oven, let's uh, let's test it out and let's go out and see if he can still do it. <laughs> what do you think when you hear that? I, for me, it's very complimentary because for a fighter, the goal is to work. And not only for a fighter, for everybody, the goal is to do as, as, as less work possible to gain the most money. And they know a fight with me will gain, give them a lot of money. And plus, if they win, they can have the legacy that comes with it. But, but for my part, you know, it's a mixed feeling. For sure, sometimes I'm watching the fight and I'm like, man, I think I can beat these guys. Or after when I'm done training, I feel like I'm very confident. But then after I go home at night and I'm thinking about all that crazy thoughts and I'm like, I'm going to be 40 years old soon. Do I really want to go back into a hardcore training camp of two months, put myself in jail, so to speak, and, you know, getting ready for hell, you know? And I'm like, no, I don't. You know, I... I uh, I've done it for a very long time, and unfortunately, in my sport, there's there is too many guys that retire too late, and I do not want to be one of these guys. I'm very fortunate. I'm healthy, most importantly, and I'm also wealthy. I came at the right time, the right timing. I made a lot of money, and I think the pros are when I measured and calculate the pros and cons. Uh, it's better that I that I stay retired. George St. Pierre, of course, the Canadian icon, the king of the welterweight division, no doubt about that, the <clears throat> former welterweight and middleweight champion of the USC. Now, of course, the last time he lost, man, when was that? Back in 2007, lost to Matt Serra. In fact, both of his fights, he lost to Matt's. He lost to Matt Hughes back in uh, 2004, and, of course, Matt Serra in 2007, and, of course, retired, man. I mean, after beating Michael Bisping in 2017, just... That was a surprise. Stopped him in the third round. It was his middleweight debut. That was a shocker, no doubt about that. So props to GSP as far as his comebacking is concerned. Now, let's switch gears. Of course, the USC is rock and rolling on ESPN, ESPN+. Plus. You can always check them out, of course, on their USC page, USC.com, if you want to watch the propaganda, propaganda end of it. They will be coming with some good cards later in the year. At least that's what I'm hearing. But you can't come with good cards if you don't have the fighters. And I don't think the USC has the fighters. In other words, I think the USC has a platform, but you got to have the fighters. They don't have the fighters. The talent's not there. I've talked about that in the past. And, of course, now Conor McGregor said he don't want to fight no more. You know, Conor's talking about maybe he'll give it up. Maybe he'll go somewhere else. Then he's talking about maybe fighting Khabib again or, or, or Dustin Perry. And he's trying to he's trying to find things in between. Um, but, you know, he doesn't know what he wants to do because he wants the big money. He wants super fights. I mean, Conor McGregor. So he, wants, he doesn't want to fight for nickels. Henry Gouda doesn't want to fight for nickels and dimes. Amanda Nunes, she doesn't want to fight for nickels and dimes. These are the people that are like the, the flag bearers of the UFC. Okay? And they don't want to get, they don't want to get pimped off anymore. So that either that, yeah, I mean, because the bottom line is this is like death match after death match after death match. It isn't like boxing. Boxing can get an occasional easy fight now and then because you know how to set up fights in this way. In other words, you get a guy that's, 
you know, really good against a guy that isn't that good, and you really think really guy, really good guy is going to win. But in MMA, sometimes anything can happen. A, a hobo, a guy that would be thought, no, sorry, sorry, but a guy that would be thought to have no chance whatsoever can come up with the upset in, in, in the wink of an eye. I mean, boom, in the blink of an eye, no doubt about that. Steve Miocic and Danny Cormier are going to clash for the World Heavyweight Championship again, August the 15th, of course, the UFC Apex in Las Vegas, Nevada. Cormier, the former light heavyweight champion, the only guy he's really lost to with, at, 170, at 205 pounds, light heavyweight. Of course, I'll think of boxing there, 175. But 205 pounds, the MMA limit, of course, was John Jones. And John Jones, there's another guy that ducked out of the UFC. He doesn't want to have nothing to do with Dana and these guys anymore unless he gets the money. And he was getting like five million bucks a fight. And that wasn't enough for him. More power to him. I think he deserves to get as much as he can. Fighters, the window of opportunity only is only open, in, especially in MMA, for a brief, brief minute. It's just a brief minute. And I think that people like John Jones are the exception to the rule. Georgia St. Pierre, they're the exception to the rule. The guys that can keep winning. I mean, think about this. The USC record for heavyweight championship defenses is three. That's right. The, the heavyweight champion of the world can never get past three defenses. That shows you how his longevity is uh, sort of limited by the fact that it's death match after death match. Just death match after death match. And I'm not into that whatsoever. Speaking of boxing news, there's a fight today on ESPN as I speak. I think it's going to start in the main event in a little bit. Heavyweight juggernaut Joe Joyce. Weighing 270 pounds. Wow, okay, that sounds like a lot of weight considering he weighed 256 the last time. Hey, he's only a 101 favorite over a guy by the name of, oh man, you gotta kidding me, Wallach. Michael Wallach, 23-13 kills. He weighed 261, but he's a 101 favorite. That's the fights they're putting on TV. I mean, that's not cool. It's just not, I mean, it's just not. I'm telling you, this is not the way to get boxing fans back. Put on some decent fights. Pay the fighters some decent monies. And then, you know, Hector Martinez. The former manager of Roberto Duran. Speaking of Duran, his wife got out of the hospital this week. She's doing fine. Felicia, of course, Felicia died. And Roberto uh, were celebrating Roberto's birthday. I think that was like June the 16th. And they invited people over the house. And people came in the house. They caught the COVID virus after being so so pro uh, an, or anti-COVID as far as lockdown is concerned. But they're both uh, have, are recovering, no doubt about that. Roberto's on his way back. And now the wife, who had some other health issues as well. I mean, she was in the hospital a little bit longer than Roberto. She is at home as well. So that's that's good news. Back to boxing just for a second. Joe Joyce, come on, man. You can put a guy on television. Why are you going to put him in against a guy that's a 100, 100 to 1 underdog? A 100 to 1. I, I mean, it would be nice if this 100 to 1 win. But the last time a 100 to 1 underdog won... Um, was when I was sitting ringside in Las Vegas the forum in Los Angeles at the forum when oh god Rolando Pasqua beat Humberto Gonzalez they called him Chiquita Chiquita Gonzalez who was undefeated like twenty eight no with twenty six knockouts twenty seven knockouts something like that the best fighter in the world no doubt about that so Jack Fisk and I drove down I flew down I drove down he flew down to L A to um to watch this fight and 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 here's Pasqua hundred to one underdog from the Philippines. Beating a snot out of Chiquita Gonzalez made him Chiquita. He turned from Chiquita to Chiquita and he quit. But that was the last time I saw a hundred to one dog, hundred to one underdog win. I think that was back around 1992, 1993. So it's been a long time and I don't think it's going to happen here today. But Joe Joyce will be on ESPN a little bit later. So in the undercard, Louis Lynn, uh, I don't know, is a woman or a girl? Anyway, a woman or anyway, a female. Anyway. I thought it was a female fighter. So Louis Lynn's going to take on Monty Ogilvy. That's 130 pounds. If you want to check it out, you can go to, of course, boxrec.com. Now, I mentioned a little bit earlier. In fact, Socrates mentioned a little bit earlier, but we sort of didn't give him the props that we probably should have. Nassim Richardson. 
good dude, man, from Philadelphia. Of course, trains guys like Bernard Hopkins. He was the guy that sort of caught Antonio Margarito, and that's right, Antonio Margarito, when he had those Pastor of Paris blocks in his gloves and his wraps. In other words, here's what happened. He's going to fight Mosley. Margarito's going to fight Mosley. So Margarito's team, they wrapped the hands in front of the Athletic Commission inspector of the California State Athletic Commission. So they wrapped the hands in front of the inspector. But the rules say the a member of the other team has to be aware of the hands while the hands are being wrapped. That's the rule, okay? So Nassim Richardson comes over and sees the hands are already wrapped. He said, no, 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 I want to unwrap the hands. I, I want you to wrap the hands in front of me. And the Athletic Commission said, no, we're not going to do it. So Nassim says, you know, screw you. My guy ain't fighting. So there ain't no main event unless you rewrap his hands. So what happened? They took off the wraps and they found two little bricks in each, a brick in each glove, a brick in each wrap, a brick, like a cast. You know what a cast is, right? A plaster of Paris cast, like when you break your arm. Well, he had these little mini casts of uh, the size of his knuckles on each hand. I kid you not. He had plaster of Paris box in there, but it was Nassim Richardson that caught this guy finally. And guess what? Antonio Margarito didn't bust anybody up after that. Okay, he was sort of like null and void, very impotent as a fighter from that point forward. So we've got to praise Nassim Richardson, a sharp trainer from Philadelphia, trained guys, like I said, Sugar Shane Mosley, Bernard Hopkins, Steve Cunningham. And, you know, I just, I want to say this, okay? He showed a lot of class when the people around him didn't. You know where I'm coming from on that? Much like Isidore, Isidore Bolton, of course, the Don King chauffeur that passed away a week ago, a fortnight ago. He showed a lot of class when people around him didn't show any. May he rest in peace. May they both rest in peace. Nassim and Isidore. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531 800-754-4531 That's 800-754-4531 if you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. 
When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Now, more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. Lenny Williams there before the break, of course, and Lenny Williams here. If this is the new one, say so. Of course, this is uh, available at LennyWilliams.com for a digital download, all that kind of good stuff. Lenny's got it going on, but before we went to the break, we played Shudu Foo Foo Foo. It was one of Lenny's early hits back in the day. I think he, he had the Tower of Power horn section with him and things like that. So anyway, we're drunk at uh, Kimball's East over in Emeryville, California. I'll say Missouri's there, and I got a couple of chicks. We're having a good time. Of course, me front row at Kimball's. What else is new? That's the way I rolled over there. Of course, I had front row to every show I wanted to go there because I knew the, the head of security, Willette. Anyway, the bottom line is Lenny hands me the mic to do the shoo foo 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 and man, I mean, I embarrassed myself so bad. It was just like one of those nights where like, good Lord, nobody, hope nobody remembers that, right? So what happens? Jose brings it up about six or eight weeks ago. I forgot all about it. Remember that time when you embarrassed yourself? Yeah, I remember. Anyway, bottom line is, I admit it when I embarrass myself. You got to. You got to laugh at yourself. No doubt about that. The first Mike Tyson undercard fight is going to be September 12th, of course. We're talking about a, uh, a fight with a guy by the name of, get this, the former NBA player Nate Robinson is going to be on, on the undercard. Okay, Nate Robinson from the NBA. Well, that sort of sounds a little weird. And he's going to take on YouTube star Jake Paul. Okay, that's going to be, eh, I don't know, I guess celebrities. This will be a freak show, no doubt about that. Of course, the Mike Tyson card coming to you. Him and Roy Jones. Roy Jones going to sleep. Might as well just get Roy a pillow in the ring that night. No doubt about that. He's going to go to sleep quicker than you can imagine. Well, I think Mike might keep it around maybe two, three minutes. But less than one round. That's the way Mike rolls. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This is a Saturday edition, live 11 a.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern time. Of course, this is a podcast at anchor.com. Straight up, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Lenny Williams to the break. You are tuned to Ring Talk. I'm feeling good and my hopes are up high. 